welcome to Dating in the City, Season 6. We're the Conti sisters, matchmakers and co-founders of Matchmakers in the City, an old-school personal matchmaking firm headquartered here in Los Angeles, regularly featured on Access Hollywood, Forbes, Relevant Radio, and more. We've been celebrity matchmakers for 10 years, and now we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Hey, you guys, and welcome to Dating in the City. I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Pineda. And we're so excited to be here with you guys today. Yes. And just a reminder, we're actually sisters, even though we have different last names. I am married. (laughs) That is why. Yes. And I'm not. Praise Jesus, I'm not. Um, soon, you know, single than with the wrong person. Oh, a hundred percent, or unmarried than with right. the the wrong, the wrong person, person, the married exactly. to the wrong person. Um, but anyway, you guys, it's so great to be with you all here today. Um, I am recording from Los Angeles. I'm overlooking the beautiful um, Getty Center. I'm at our conference room here at our Matchmakers in the City. Brentwood offices. Um, even though we do have Beverly Hills as well, I'm in the Brentwood office because it's just like, it's my safe place. Um, and Christina is in, in Nashville. Exactly. Overlooking the beautiful country skies. The country skies of Nashville. <laughs> the country yeah. skies. Have you met a lot of people with heavy accents? Oh, yes. Yes. Really? Yes. We've talked about that. Yeah. You were asking me one other time about that. Oh, really? I'm yeah, so we talked sorry about that I forgot. <laughs> do you, and do you think that Austin will get an accent? I don't think so. He's not surrounded by people with with accents. I, I but he might when he it. goes to school, he may pick up a twang. <sighs> we'll see what schools. I, I highly doubt we'll be sending him to any any just public schools or any place that would have public schools. <laughs> I don't know. Public just, and private. It's just a different world that we're in now. It really is. You have to be so careful yeah. with anything. I mean, obviously, so the horrific school shooting that just happened. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's so sad. Uh, mm-hmm. Like how is this stuff still happening? It just doesn't make any sense. It's so upsetting. So oh, our prayers go with all the families that mm-hmm. are dealing with that. That is just horrific. Um, but the podcast is quite fun today. So we're going to pivot to a few fun and intense topics as well, because we're going to talk about the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, um, a little bit of Kardashian news as always, um, answer an amazing sisterly advice question, um, and get just get into all of it. We going to talk about it all. You better believe I'm going to talk about it. That's a Lisa Renna quote from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay, so let's jump into our first segment. Stars are just like us. In this segment, we discuss the top relationship-related stories in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. Okay, so trigger warning, domestic violence, abuse, um, alleged abuse, all of this. But, oh my gosh, you guys... The Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial is in full swing. 
And Kate Moss just testified today. Christina, Kate today? Moss today. <laughs> so my cleaning lady, as I was leaving, um, she came in and she was like, oh my gosh, have you been watching? So she obviously, she's a cleaning, she's, she cleans all day. So she's been listening to the trials <laughs> all day. She's like, I've heard every single, like every moment of the trials. Hmm. So she then told me Kate testified today. And, um, and then it's all over the news as well. So, um, also I, I was just, I just did a segment for access Hollywood that I believe is airing today, but I'm honestly nervous to tell people before I get to pre-screen it because you know what I mean? Like, I just don't know, like that. I don't know how I'm going to come off and like, remember that one time with my makeup coagulation. Alessandra, you showed us a photo. There will be a photo on our Matchmakers in the City Instagram if you want to check that out of exactly what Alessandra wore to her. She's in the chair. And my She's, matchmaker, Alessandra Conti, is this And matchmaker, Alessandra Conti. It's, that photo is there, so you'll get to take a look. Does she have globs of makeup on her face or does she look good? <laughs> that is no, the question. And I did, and my other, on my actual Instagram at matchmaker, Alessandra Conti, I did a, um, I did clush. just, I do photo clush, you know, <laughs> um, no, I did a boomerang and there's not, there's no filter on there. So there's not a filter at all on there, like not even anything. And Perfect. I think my makeup looks really good. So, um, but anyway, no, but you just never know, Christina, you never know, just, like whatever, you know, you do it, it for, is what it is for the people. You're not doing it. Well, I do <laughs> Hopefully not just for your own self-aggrandizement. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I do. I do. It just, it's such, it brings me so much joy and I just have a blast. But anyway, so in the segment, I talked about all of Johnny Depp's past relationships mm-hmm. and um, one of the past relationships that specifically had come up in the trial was his relationship with Kate Moss and this alleged staircase incident. So there, neither Johnny nor Kate had ever discussed this, um, this incident in public until today, which is why this was such a monumental experience. So Amber brought up Kate Moss and brought up the staircase incident, thinking it would be a gotcha moment to Johnny Depp because there was like alleged, um, an alleged situation where Johnny like pushed Kate down a staircase. But so we, this was, people were thinking, this was already out in the public yes. sphere of that, that might have it happened. It was a rumor. It was a okay, rumor. Okay, it was a rumor. Okay. It was a rumor that had been going on for years because she okay. had fallen, fallen down a staircase and like, okay. you know, she never rumor said mill. him. No, no, no but you no, know how okay. people are. They're right. on vacation together and, you know, right. Kate falls down a staircase and then, of course, you know, so... Um, so Especially she, the crime junkies like you. Oh, a hundred percent. Come up with, yeah, like we we we. I don't trust anybody. Like trust but verify. Um, so yeah, so so basically, what she testified today was that 
basically she fell down the stairs and Johnny had already left. And then he came back and helped her. Like it was not him pushing her down the stairs. So this was probably Mm. the best possible thing in his defense. Um, because, Mm -hmm. and so our whole in real life, um, today are past relationships, a good indicator of future behavior. So is learning about a guy's past or a woman's past relationships, is that a good indicator of how they're going to act in the future? So the whole reason why specifically, um, Access Hollywood and all these, um, all these different um, news sources or just celebrity news sources are digging in is because people are searching Johnny Depp's past relationships because they want to see has there been abuse allegations in the past? Like, and he's been engaged six times. He's been married only twice and his only two marriages. Only. Yeah, <laughs> no, but you've been, he's Christian. He's been engaged six I times. Know. Huh, that's a six lot. times. And, but huh. only married twice and not even, he was with, with Vanessa Paradi for 14 years. Was that, that was a common law marriage. So they never actually got married anywhere else, no. but just no. it was a common law marriage. Never got married. Correct. Common. So that's one of the married. I guess. No, no, no. Oh. His, he was um, married to his first wife, um, Lori Allison, mm-hmm. who is, um, she's a makeup artist and she's also, she introduced him to Nicolas Cage. And that's essentially a lot of people credit her for beginning his career. Um, so she was very monumental and she came out saying Johnny was the kindest soul that I've ever met in my entire life. You know, they were only married for two years, but just saying, just glowing, glowing. And all of his exes, so Jennifer Gray then was another ex of his. And she, you remember um, the uh, Dirty Dancing, Jennifer Gray, she's the actress in Dirty Dancing. Yes. So she's really the only ex aside from that other woman that I always forget her name, Ellen, I think like Ellen, not Ellen Mirren, Ellen Page, not Ellen Page. I don't know. There was one other that testified negatively against him, Mm. Um, but hold on, hold on. um, Oh God, I, I, I need to know her name because I did talk about her. Um, and so she was one of, she was a past Ellen Barkin. girlfriend. So okay. Ellen Barkin, they only had a sexual relationship. They were never like, she even said it was a sexual relationship. It wasn't romantic. And she had really negative things to say about Johnny, that he was really controlling and that he was really possessive. But a lot of people are kind of thinking like, oh, maybe she's saying this because they, you know, he said we were never in a relationship. Like it was a sexual, mm. it was sexual. So she, so anyway, there's just a lot of drama there. Um, and mm. she did testify, but everybody else, like Winona Ryder came out saying he's the kindest soul that I've ever been with. He took such great care of me. It was a passionate, you know, she can't, that's, this isn't the Johnny that she knew. Kate Moss as well has sang his praises. Of Hmm. course, there was drama in the relationship and he got arrested for trashing the Mark Hotel in New York City. Um, So he got arrested during that relationship and Kate was there as well. Um, But he paid and all of that. And it was a tumultuous, like it was obviously a tumultuous relationship. They were, were, listen, there were allegations of drug use. You know, this was 90s grunge glamour, Kate Moss, you know, allegations, allegations. And Johnny- She didn't admit to any drug use. She was just- Not that I'm aware. Okay, so she didn't- 
their relationship, it sounds like was just weird. It was just, it was a toxic relationship, but it it wasn't, it wasn't a violent relationship. Exactly. Exactly. Allegedly it wasn't. Mm -hmm. And then Vanessa Paradis married for 14 years, has wonderful things. They have two kids, Jack Mm -hmm. and Lily Rose and only has great things. So it, I mean, the thing is with all of these, even after, wow, 14 years, did he end that relationship or did she? It was mutual. It was mutual. I think like just based on everything that I've read, it sounds like she was unhappy and he was unhappy. Okay. So for most of those ends of a relationship, was it mostly a mutual decision or did he break it off? I I think it was, it totally varied. Um, a lot of times, like with Jennifer Gray, she did say that his behavior was, he would come home, like he would miss his flights and then he would come home and be like very moody and erratic and, and just very like, um, uh, very possessive and, um, and not trusting and da, 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 da. So like, that's what Jennifer said. So Jennifer ended that relationship. Um, Winona, I don't know who ended it unclear, but it did like, she ended up mourning that they all, I mean, it sounds like Johnny's a very emotional guy and just very passionate. He falls hard and he falls fast and he love bombs them in the beginning. And then his kind of behaviors come out like the 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 reality of just who he is and it's just it does come out and not just like I I really it, it's just I, when the, the problem is with all of this when you even just listen objectively to the trial and you hear what Amber Heard is saying and when you hear what her sister is saying and her makeup artist and her friends and like it's horrifying. And you read the texts of what he wrote her. It's horrifying, but it's also horrifying to see what she did to him as well. So it's just in real life, are past relationships, a good indicator. Christina, what do you, what do you think about, about this? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, so first of all, in date coaching, I, I always recommend that people, and it's one of our policies actually, to not talk about exes on your date, to just make the person feel like the only person in the world. However, sometimes it does come up that, oh yes, I've been, I was previously married and we, or that's really all that needs to come up at, on the and first be date, very, on the first date and be very vague about on yes, a first it's date. A, right, exactly. On a first date, on the date. That's what we recommend. I also... What about... But I think it's actually really important to to hear about not the nitty gritty details, but I think once you've been dating somebody for like a, a month or two, I think it's really important to not do like a second degree of like, tell me all about your relationship history and why did they end? But I think it is important to hear why... Just the the reason of, you know, why it didn't work out with the past person and not, and kind of limit it. Like it doesn't have to be a Mm. seven hour conversation or anything, but I think it's really helpful because I do think that pattern wise, you know, it's, I think it is a really good indicator and you can even figure out compatibility in that way. Like if you found out, like if somebody 
you know, if you're going out with a guy and he says, you know, I broke up with my ex because she just, um, she went out all the time. She was always out, always out and about. And then you can say, okay. And if you're somebody who loves to go out, you can, you can then say, okay, like, you know, you can be upfront and be like, listen, I love to, you know, what, what what do you mean by going out? Was it partying? Was it going to clubs every night? Was it like talking to men? Like, what is the root of that? Because, you know, I don't think, I think though you're getting into the weeds when you, when you talk about specifically bring up X talk, unless there's something that you need to communicate to the other person about something you're sensitive about. That's really the only time I would ever recommend bringing up an X relationship or diving into, I wouldn't ever recommend diving into their ex relationships. I think you will figure out their, who they are through Mm -hmm. time and through dating the person. You don't need to have a whole history Mm -hmm. of what, who they've dated to figure that out because then you might have in the back of your mind, he broke up with her because of this reason. So we're doomed. Even if that actually he's changed since then, or your dynamic is completely different than that dynamic. And going out for you is different than going out for this, his ex. Maybe I I just, I really think it's better to treat each relationship in as this is the only person in the world. And the man is the only person in the world. And the woman's the only person in the world. And this is that has the potential of being that future person for you, unless it is a marriage and they broke up their ma- his or her marriage, then I think it is important to look a little bit into that and just not into the weeds, but that's a big deal. I don't think that past relationships should be looked into other than marriage. Okay, but I would debate that <clears throat> I think it is really important to, I think maybe what you're saying, we agree that like, if maybe you dated somebody who had an addiction or they had a drinking problem or a drug problem or something like that, like, I think it's, I, and this is kind of what you said. I think it is important to lightly just express that, you know, right, I just exactly. want to let you know, That's a sensitivity this is that something you have. that that's fine happened. Yeah. Or right. I mean, I, I don't know also because I, I just, I, I don't know. I think it's, I, I think it is good knowledge to, to have about the person. I get where you're coming from, but I just think it gives a more, like a more holistic view of the person because you're, and I feel like you learn a lot from every relationship that doesn't work. And then you can bring that into your new relationships. So when do you think these conversations should happen then? At what point in the relationship? I mean, I think before becoming exclusive um, or like before you kind of commit to each other, just kind of figuring, just, just even just asking like, you know, so, you know, we don't have to go into this, like in, I don't need, you know, I don't need a, a thesaurus about, or a novel about like why your last relationship didn't work out. But, you know, was there anything you could even ask? I, this is what I would say. Like, was there anything that you learned about yourself or about what you're looking for in a partner from 
the the reasons of the ending of the last relationship. Okay, but what if yeah. what if he says, "Well, I don't know, she broke up with me." Then you then I mean, then you can say, "Oh, okay, like was there maybe something that, you know, are there any behaviors that maybe you would want to amend or, you know, just bring in like did you learn anything from that? Like what what did you learn for your your current or like future ideal partnership?" I don't like, think I did anything wrong. Okay, great. Then, then that's good. Then, you know, then that's fine. Easy. Great. You're perfect. So you just basically listeners, you can do that. You can do whatever you want. We just recommend with X, we recommend if you're going to talk about them. So you could, you can never, you don't have to ever talk about them. If you want to do my way, you don't have to ever. Yeah. Unless there's something sensitive that you want to bring up to the person. And I'm sure it will, anything that's absolutely necessary, the other person will communicate to you as you get to know the person Mm. with time. That's why we wait. We recommend waiting three months before making the relationship exclusive and a year before getting engaged. If you want to do it all Sandra's way, you, you are not going to be talking about this in the first few dates. You're going to wait to talk about it before in before maybe he asks you to be his girlfriend. And then you can talk about it at that point in that three months. Yeah. Mark. Because also it might be something like maybe somebody was cheated on and maybe that's a wound and that's something that they want to just say, you know, loyalty is so important to me. You know, I went through infidelity in my past relationship and that's not something that I will ever repeat. And then that the other person can take that in and you can kind of see their reaction to that. I don't know. I just think it's important to have these little discussions or even, or even the way that the guy talks about his ex, his ex, like, Oh, she was crazy. She, you know, when she was just went like totally like blah, blah, blah. Like she was insane, blah, blah, blah. Like that, I think also speaks volumes because it shows that it, I don't know. It does show like a level of immaturity because also, you know, have you heard this quote that, um, a lot of times when a guy says like that a girl is crazy or if all of his exes were crazy, it's like the guy that made them act crazy. You know what I mean? Like, unless there was a a guy that made them act, you know, I forget the exact quote. It's like the guy, if, oh, all of your exes are crazy, there's one common denominator and that's you. What behaviors did you contribute to draw, to drive your ex insane? Like clearly you were making them feel insecure. Clearly something was up. Oh yeah. um, In the way. In our experience, those types of guys will eat, will bring up the exes really soon. Yeah. She was insane. (laughs) Yeah. They they will wait for you to ask. They'll They'll just view it on one of your (laughs) thoughts. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. But yeah, I guess, I guess it just, it does depend person to person. I think it's like rule of thumb, no need to bring it up in the first couple dates, like focus on you and the person, like building that connection and seeing if it's seeing if they're consistent, seeing if you're seeing how you feel when you're with them, how you feel when you're not with them, you know, um, and just see how your communication and how your dynamic is building. And then, you know, as you guys get a bit more intimate emotionally, like just getting to know each other more. If there are things that you want to bring up, you can, but I I do think that there are certain situations. Like if you had just been with somebody who had an alcohol dependency, just kind of alerting the person of like, Oh, I just want to let you know, like, 
you know, had some issues with that. And just so they, they, they get it. So if you get a little like awkward with alcohol or, you know what I mean? I, I just think exactly. that that's nice. I think it's I good. I think that's a great, good point, Alessandra. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on to okay. Courtney and Travis. Yeah. So Courtney and Travis got married in Italy. Yay. And this is Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. Yeah. Okay. So in real life, destination weddings do or don't. Christina, what do you think about destination weddings? Uh, I actually think it might be a good idea if it's, if you don't want to have a really big wedding. Yeah. It takes, but it is a lot of planning in a different country. Yeah. That might be an issue. And then you can't have people, maybe your grandparents there, they might not be traveling right now. So they'll be missing your wedding Mm. if you do it there. Yeah. I have very difficult to plan with different time zones and different languages and different vendors. Yeah, definitely. No, I, I mean, I, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think they're, I think they're delightful. I love a destination wedding. Oh my gosh. I love going to them. Um, but yeah, completely agree. Okay. Moving on. Sisterly advice. Every week we answer a listener's burning question and every week we give them advice that only your sister would give you. Dear sisters, a few months after doing date coaching sessions with Christina, I just got into a relationship, my very first official boyfriend, girlfriend relationship. I'm overjoyed, but kind of freaking out. This is totally new territory for me. And I don't want to mess things up. Any words of of advice? And this is from Kami Inexperienced. Oh, that voice, (laughs) Bata. That Michael Bublé, he would be proud, Christina. Michael Bublé at the Grove, who came up to us at the Grove. Maybe he he saw us smiling and laughing. Yeah, he saw us smiling. And we were like these two cute girls. How could you not come up to us? He was like, hey, how's it going? I'm Michael. We're like, oh, we know. We grew up listening to you. And he was like... He's like, oh, I feel so elderly or something like that. He was really sweet. He was really, really, really sweet. Um, Okay. Oh, my gosh. First of all, congratulations on your first. And I'm just so honored that I got to date coach her before she met the man who she's in a relationship with. And who knows what will happen with it, but you just see the fruits of what you You do. You see the fruits. I love that. That's so exciting. Um, but kind of freaking out. Oh my gosh, it is new territory. Um, words of advice. Um, don't forget your boundaries and, Mm. um, I'm sure you already worked on this with Christina, but be sure to, um, just before you get kind of too in it, um, make sure you, take a step back and write out a list of physical, um, emotional, spiritual, religious, um, what other boundaries, um, travel boundaries, like, Mm -hmm. like a lot, like just write out different boundaries because a lot of times when you're in a brand new relationship, you just kind of dive right in and you just open communication boundaries. You could say communication boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, a lot of times you can just dive right in 
totally open yourself up every single element of your life. Because you want to share it with this person. You think they might, they, they're probably my future husband or wife. It's my first relationship. And I just need to share everything. Yeah. So word from the wise, don't do that (laughs) (laughs) because you need to maintain an element or elements that are just yours. So even though you may, you know, want to inter- invite him to yoga class or you want to enter you want to go to church with him every week or you want to do, you know, everything together, just don't um make sure that you have your time especially with religious boundaries. Like that one is a huge deal either church or temple or your spiritual practice. That is all yours and while it's really nice to share that with somebody occasionally um that just from past experience if you go all in with somebody then it can really just hurt that religious experience if things don't work out. Exactly. Um, And if this is the right person for you, you can integrate out these elements more and more into the relationship once as the months months go go on. Yes. Mm -hmm. And like even family boundaries, like introducing them to your family or doing family outings or whatever, you know, you want to wait a solid, a solid five months until you invite the family. I, I really think a solid five months until you just introduce that Mm. family element to things. Um, because I think that that can really complicate matters a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, just, just figuring out what your boundaries are and even like physical boundaries, that means sexual. And that means, you know, um, even, you know, if you guys go away, are you guys going to share the same room or are you going, are you comfortable sharing the same bed? I'm going to tell you, don't do it. (laughs) But like, you know what I mean? Like, or is it a boundary of like, no, I can go away with him, but he should get me a separate room or is it that you need double beds or whatever it is like you will be the judge of what you are comfortable with right and sometimes if someone doesn't know what they're comfortable with it's really helpful to set up a session a date coaching session with the matchmaker of your choice to really nail these down and then the matchmaker can tell you these are the typical outcomes of sharing the same hotel room yeah. Or these are the typical <laughs> outcomes of yep. going on a two-week vacation together when you barely, when you have only dated for X, Y amount of months. Yeah. These are, that's a really good way. If you're, if you don't know that's this is a wake up call to do another date coaching session with matchmaker of your choice. Totally. A hundred percent. Um, but yeah, but all that to say, don't freak out. Just go with the flow and enjoy as much as you yeah. can yeah. of it. And but know- maintain your friendships, maintain other activities that you are doing without your partner. It will not only help you to keep your your keep yourself and to claim yourself, but it also will be more fun for your relationship because you guys will come together and have so much to share when you guys are together. Right. Exactly. That is such good advice, Alessandra. It's why they pay me the big bucks, Christina. (laughs) And to remember that 
this person is, he's not the only man in the world. Yes. As the book says, he's not all that. There are just millions of amazing men out there and you just have to give it time and God will show you the true character traits of this person. And if you mesh well together for a future as you discern marriage, if you're a good fit for each other, because yeah, you're, I'm sure you've been attracted to other people in the past and he's not the only person you're ever going to be attracted to. So just keep that perspective because often when you get into a new relationship, your blinders are on and you don't see the reality that this is not the only man in the world. Totally, totally, totally. And also, um, yeah, they, it can also be a bit, I mean, this is a different conversation. The whole, like, you know, if you, yeah, you know what? Yes. Amen. We'll save it. We'll save it for another time. Let's move on to to our next segment, we couldn't help but wonder. As sisters, we grew up watching Sex in the City. Now, as personal matchmakers in 2022, we are living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In this segment, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder, episode by episode through today's lens. And this is season, oh, episode, oh, season four, episode nine, Sex on the Country. Alessandra. Yeah. Okay. So Carrie couldn't help but wonder, when does the art of compromise become compromising? Okay. So this is, I actually went in my, oh yes, yeah, the Suffern episode. So in my rewatching of Sex in the City, I actually skipped this episode because I just felt like it would trigger me so mm. much. I don't know why, because, okay, actually I do know why. So this is the episode where Carrie goes to Aiden's country home in Suffern, New York. Fun fact, me and Christina grew up in Mawa. Mawa is like five minutes away from Suffern, which is so funny because Mawa is like not even, Mawa is not the country by any means. I know, but I think they chose the name Suffern Suffern. because of Suffering. 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 They were like, what's an ups, like what's a semi upstate park name? Right. It's really not far from the city. It's it's not even that country. Like 40 minutes. Yeah. It's like 45 (laughs) minutes away from the city. Um, but anyway, okay. So she then, um, she just hates it so much. And, you know, Aiden is a country, you know, Aiden's a very, Aiden's a furniture designer, you know, and he's all about, you know, the wood and, you know, the, the, the complexities of the wood and like the imperfection of the wood. Remember that? And he's like, uh, he's, oh my God, it's so cringy. It's why so cringy. do so many women name their child Aiden? Like <laughs> so many women love that, Christina. It That's literally true. makes me cringe. Like, like Aiden <laughs> is so cringy and I respect him. Like I, think I love him guy. But, like I love yeah, Aiden, but just, like, so, he's it's so, so over the top. So over the top. Uh, I didn't. Anyway. Um, okay. So anyway, so they, okay. So yeah, Aiden has this home in Suffern and it's super country. And he's like, I don't know. And Carrie, 
Carrie goes with him and she is just so miserable. She sees like a squirrel in the window. There's no air condition and it's hot. It's in the summer. Like Mm. it's just bad. So then Carrie sneaks off to see Big. So like, and this is why I'm sorry, but ladies and gentlemen, once a cheater, always a cheater. I'm sorry. And yes, I understand that people change. That's fine. And I understand that sometimes you're in a, you know, in a relationship where you're emotionally totally blah, 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 and you cheat. Okay. But general rule of thumb that this is so unacceptable. Like this is so unacceptable, Carrie. What are you doing? Um, yeah, so she, clearly she didn't change that much. Yeah. And this isn't to see big, to go on a date with big big is dating this new actress. Remember he's dating this new actress and he's in love with her and he, she can contact him, but he can't contact her. So anyway, it's just like so triggering. It's so annoying. Okay. Then, um, so that's store that's stories. That's Carrie's storyline. And then Charlotte, um, goes to, oh, the, the McDougal compound in Connecticut. So also fun fact, our dad lives in Connecticut. So we are just all over this episode today. <laughs> um, and then Miranda yells at Steve after he tells her that she, he has testicular cancer. So Steve has testicular cancer. And then she like stays with him, which is really nice. Um, and then Samantha gets annoyed when her dates keep asking, keep asking her what she's doing next weekend. Um, oh yeah. So Samantha's like very avoidant attachment style. She does not want to plan anything. Um, and she finds, she then goes with Carrie to, um, to the, the, to the, 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 the home, the, uh, the The farm farm. And then she learns how to milk a cow, I guess. Like she, she, Oh, remember she goes and like to the neighbor and then they're hot. And then he, Oh yes, 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 yes. yes, Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, all that to say, so do you know, Christina 2022, let's look at it through today's lens, all kind of similar themes. Well, I guess that people think and know that compromising is part of a relationship, I think Carrie's is that she was compromising. She doesn't really like going to the country, but she compromised that to visit it because Aiden really likes that. But I think that's all part of a relationship to see if you're able to compromise for the other person and it doesn't tear your soul apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, if it's something immoral, that is never an okay compromise to make. But if it's something like you don't, you typically don't like the country and your, your boyfriend or girlfriend does, and you can try it out, but then there could be some boundaries that you have around that. I'll go to the country or I'll go camping if there is X, Y, and Z there. Mm -hmm. I never was able to go camping. So that's something that Dan, my husband has enjoyed in the past, but it's not something we share and that's okay. Because that wasn't a deal breaker for him. Yeah. You don't have to do everything that the other person likes. But if it's so important for that other person that you go camping with that person and it's a deal breaker situation, then you can see if it is okay with you. And then if you find that this is the worst idea in the world, I can't even think about it, then just say no. Or you could say, oh, but I would go if I had an air mattress and whatever else you would need a tent. Yeah. I, I would I don't go know. if I had a five-star hotel 
Right. Or actually that's a lie. I've been, I, I did like, I stayed in a cabin for what's it called for right, to a, learn more. Yeah. So learn more about it before you do the act of compromise. Yeah. But that's all part of figuring out if the relationship is going to work. Or yeah. Not. Oh, Christina, that was so good. Okay. Catching up with the Conti's. Up with Conti's. Oh. Alessandra. So yes, you guys, I, I don't know exactly. Hopefully I'll, we'll be posting this today. So um, maybe the West Coasters will be able to watch my Access Hollywood segment tonight at 7.30 on NBC, which I believe is Channel 4. Um, and again, just be kind and know that I'm just, I'm just so nervous. I hope I, I hope I look and sound okay. Um, so yeah, that was my big. And then I also did another segment for NBC LX. Um, and I, they should be sending it to me. Um, but it's more, it's like the, an NBC like cable show, um, that I've been on a lot, but like, you know, when you look Mm -hmm. at like NBC and then it has like these different chat, these different, um, stations, like when you look Mm -hmm. on your TV. So yeah, it's LX and, um, so I did a segment about like celebrity relationships and if they are like, if we can learn things from celebrities that are dating and from the mistakes that they make. And obviously, as you guys know, that is literally what we do on this podcast. So I had a lot to say about that matter. Um, and yeah, I mean, there is, um, yeah, there's, um, sorry, I just got a text that popped up and it was from a girlfriend and she said that this therapist rejected them. He specializes Um, So they just got rejected by a therapist. Oh my gosh, I'm dead. That is so funny. Okay, anyway, sorry. I think that's really funny. Um, But yeah, I mean, but but yeah, those those are the two kind of biggies. And then I'm going to Palm Springs this weekend for, I'm a maid of honor for one of my Mm. best girlfriend, Jenny, um, her bachelorette for her, for her wedding. And we're doing her bachelorette party in Palm Springs and we're staying at a home and just going to be so fun and just like feeling good. My update is I will be on trending with Timory on relevant radio tomorrow, May 26th. That is 6 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Pacific, and 7 p.m. Eastern. And we will be talking about setting boundaries with members of the opposite sex while you're married. Is it possible to be friends with people of the opposite sex when you're married? And we'll also be doing a deep dive on Johnny Depp and his relationships and what you can learn. So a little bit will be some of the things that Alessandra and I discussed we are going to do a deeper dive into those things. Oh my gosh. Johnny is just the gift that keeps giving. Like bless him. (laughs) Bless his heart. Um, Okay, wonderful. So our final segment is um, our little Christina's and mine. Christina, did you figure out a classic? I hope so. Um, You go first. All right. So let's do Alessandra's affirmation. So I want you guys to pause whatever you're doing and take a deep breath with us. And now breathe in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, exhale all the negativity out of your soul. And you are fabulous. Okay. No, 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 no. So my affirmation um, for today, and just remember that constantly as well, because you're fabulous. Um, So my affirmation today is, 
It is safe for me to trust my instincts. It is safe for me to trust my instincts. Again, it is safe for me to trust my instincts. It is safe for me to trust my instincts. You got this. Okay. Classics with Christina. I was recently talking about this book with a friend. It's called Far From the Maddening Crowd and it's by Thomas Hardy. It's a novel. Alessandra, you and I both saw the movie together. I think actually you may have, I think we watched it together. Remember? Far From the Maddening Crowd. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a good story and it talks about a woman who falls in love with this guy who seems so charismatic and great, but he ends up being an alcoholic and just terrible. So bad. Been there. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I guess appearances aren't always true. Aren't always telling at first. So you want to get to know someone. That's what we talked about in the beginning, letting time show who the person is slow down mm-hmm. slow down let people unfold enjoy the process and date multiple people um if you can if you're a guy i understand it's harder they're more single focused but women are diffuse focused and especially if you're an anxious attachment style it's good to date a number of people before selecting one and just allowing people to get to allowing to get to know somebody and allowing them to unfold and trusting your instincts with all of it while you're dating um, and focusing on you and building your boundaries and keeping those boundaries strong. Okay. You guys, thank you so much for spending this time with us today. Know that Honestly, I I've gotten reached out to by just a bunch of you on DM at matchmaker Alessandra Conti. And I just love all of you so much. Like, just thank you for, thank you for reaching out. And like, I, 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 it just shows me every time somebody reaches out from the podcast, I literally like just kind of look at who they are and I'm blown away. They are, they're fantastic. We have amazing, amazing listeners and please feel free to write any questions that you have so we can use them as our sisterly advice and answers questions. Mm. And if you'd like, give us a five-star review. It always is wonderful to see. Oh my gosh. Yes, it always is. And also you can now book a date coaching session with me right on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, Christina doesn't have this yet on hers, but it's under my link tree and it's book a date coaching session with Alessandra. So I've already got a bunch of bookings since I put this on. Um, And yeah, so go for it and you can book it directly there. And, um, and yeah, it's just really exciting, really exciting for you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks guys. Bye. Love you all. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to dating in the city. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.